Yeah. So how would that work with uh, Sara and Abraham? So she, so she wouldn't have been having Nidas, what we learned today. So Right, so, so she has no pattern. Have, but they, there would be no pattern. They're per- permitted to each other. Okay. Okay. Moving, moving right along. Tanur Abana and the rabbis learn. Nisus Larishon. Let's say this woman was married to her first husband. And and didn't have children. And then she married a second one. And still had no children. She got married a third time. She shouldn't get married a third time. Like we spoke about before. She should only marry somebody who already has children. That's fine. But to marry somebody who needs to have children, who didn't fulfill the mitzvah, you're not allowed to. Now, what if she didn't listen? What if the guy didn't listen? She married somebody, and he didn't have children. Okay? So, so the marriage has to be between two that doesn't have children, but they don't have children. I'm because, not sure what you're asking. I mean, the first marriage was with he didn't have and she didn't have. Then, and, she was and, a she was. That, that's not the point. The point is, is that they never had children before. Neither they got married. None of them. No, no. The, we're we're talking right now from the perspective of the husband. She marries a, a Ruvain and she doesn't have children. They wait ten years, nothing happening. He divorces her. So then she marries. So the is for Listen, the men? yes, it's a mitzvah. Pruvu is a mitzvah only on the men. We explained that before. Okay. Now, second, uh, we'll see more about it. We're going to talk more about it in today's stuff. Second is, um, is and then she married the second guy, same story. No, no. Can she marry the third guy? No. Only if he already has children. That's Allah. Now, what if, um, uh, what if she did get married to somebody who doesn't have children? So, she, she had no business marrying him, and he had no business marrying her, and Bastin will step in and say, excuse me, but she can't have children, and we already saw the pattern already. You need to divorce her, and she's not entitled to her ksuva either, because she had no business marrying you. Okay. Now, the Shaila says, So the Shaila is, Nisus, literally, what if she married the third guy? And then, she still didn't have children. Now, the first guy's number, guy, husband number one, and husband number two, are will step in and say, Now, we married this woman. She married a third time, still didn't have children. It's clearly she's the problem. We paid him full on ksuva for our marriage. It was a mekartos. We didn't really. That was not a good marriage. Well, we want our back. money back. Exactly. We want our money back. You understand that? Sure. That's their claim. That's their claim. Not fair. It's her not fair. He didn't have to pay. He didn't have to pay any ksuva no, because it's established. So the Gemara says, "Me matzah amrila." Can they tell her? Igloy milsa. We can now see the atu the garamta. It's your problem, not our problem. Oh, that's one way way to look at it. Oh, Dilmar, maybe matzah samris ba lo. Maybe she could tell them. Hashdo the kachshi. What do you mean? Now, I, but when I was married to you, I could have had kids. It was your problem. What's now? Why I didn't I have kids to the third guy? Because I got weaker. I'm old already. Because already and I waited 10 years with each of you guys, and that's whose fault it was. But no, now I'm already an old woman, I couldn't have children. It's not my age. problem. What? And I'm not able to conceive at this age, just 20 years. Exactly, it's after, exactly. She will be 40. So, right, which is the answer? Mistabra, Matis, Amrulahu, she's believed. Hashtahu, the Kashi, it's not my problem anymore. You still, the Ksuba, I still entitled to. 
what about this Shaila? Niece is the Rafi. She married a fourth guy. Interesting. Third guy divorced her, and then she married the, the, the fourth guy. And all of a sudden, miracle of miracles, she has kids. And the third guy never gave a ksuva. Can she go back to guy number three? So they're like, I understand you didn't give me ksuva because you thought it was my problem. I understand, but look. Proof is in the pudding. I got kids from husband number four. So I want my ksuva now. Because it really was you, not me. So I'm reading really love. We tell her, Shtikusech yafa midiburich. Being quiet. Silent is golden. Why? Because he could tell her, You know what? You're absolutely right. Had I known you could have kids, I wouldn't have divorced you. So therefore, my whole divorce wasn't a good divorce. And therefore, your whole marriage to the next guy is, wasn't even a good marriage. Mm-hmm. And therefore, your kids are Mamzerim. Mam yeah, it's a big you mess. Really so, that's <laughs> As in general, that's always good advice. Best to keep quiet. Okay. Um, that's it. Anyway, okay. there you go. So, the Gamatska of Lord Pups, Lord Pup is bothered by this. I understand it's in her self interest to not complain. But. Just because she's quiet, why should we be quiet? We should say, you know what? It's true. It was only on, on, because he assumed he couldn't have children. And, um, and the children really are Mamzerim because it was like a conditional get. It was under false pretenses. The answer is, we say she was really ill when he married her, and therefore she couldn't have kids. Her proof is in the pudding, because she didn't have kids. And now she had kids, she got better. And therefore, we don't assume it has anything to do with the marriage. There's no, it wasn't a bad divorce. It wasn't a false pretense divorce. He couldn't have, she could not have kids from him. Anyway, that's the story. Now, new case. Very interesting so the husband and wife come to the rabbi and they're pointing fingers. The husband says, Who Amar Mina? He says, I'm able to have kids. It's her problem. Therefore, I, um, I know that she's the problem and I don't want to have to, I want a divorce. I don't have to give a ksuva. She's the problem. Why should I give a ksuva? I was never, it was not my, you know, I never, you know, false pretenses. I didn't mean to write. It's her problem. Via Amra. And she says to the rabbi, Mine, it's his, it's his problem. He's the, the first, one that's messed up. the first marriage. Right? right. So you know, like the classic case of the rabbi, each one is complaining about the other one. And each, to each side, the rabbi says, you're right, you're right. And then the rabbi says, how can they both be right? He's like, you're also right. <laughs> <laughs> how can they both be right? Anyway, she's claiming that it's his problem. Okay? When it's between husband and wife, Menace, she's the one who's believed. Why? With the reason. We give her a greater believability than the husband. Why? Because he, she feels how the semen comes into her body. And she could tell if it's coming in the right way or not the right way. And because of that, she can know that there's a problem with him. Okay? Um, Get it? That's yeah. the answer. I, I might add, I might add, I'm nobody to add, but women have the natural desire to procreate. Yes, but the point men, being is, it's a question of who's n- fault n- We agree that men have the obligation. 
Not necessarily they want to have kids, but women want to have kids. That's true. It's embedded in them. It it's is an intuition. In we'll see more about the, the women thing. But what the point here is, is that she has a greater knowledge because she can feel in her body if it, sure if it, if it worked normally or if yeah. it didn't. Yeah. Okay. Amr what if he says, Ezel in Tzivitza, Vivta B'Nafshai. You know, I want to... Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go get married to somebody else, or another wife, and now will uh, see if it's me. <laughs> That's what he's saying. I don't want to get rid of this wife. Yeah, so I'll just take a second it. wife. What? I'll take another one. Not a problem. I'll, and try, I'll, just, I'll try somebody else also. No, but not to get rid of it. He cannot do that. He, she can insist, and he gives her a ksuba. Why? That wasn't the deal. She got married to a guy who had no other wives, and that was the deal. And he cannot just take another wife, like uh, like surprise her like that, and blindside her like that. So he, she can insist that I'm not interested in you being married to an additional wife. Now Rava Amar knows Adam. Rava disagrees. Says a man can take another wife. What made you think that uh, that that wasn't the deal? It's understood. As long as he has the funds. To take care of everybody, he can afford it. That's why then he, then it's okay. Meaning, uh, he's a very right, right. Just very well, very well. Regardless of the kids, in a normal situation, is it the guy who can decide he wants a second wife, or does he have to get the permission of the first wife to get a second? Yeah, that's the machlokus right now. That's right now. the dispute. Rabbi Ami says it's not his prerogative. Rava says it is his prerogative. Provided he can provide, okay, that's the condition. At what level? <laughs> what level? He can take care. He can never provide. <laughs> right, right. On right, a new right. point. <laughs> so I'm just realizing something uh, about the uh, toilet. Man decides whatever he wants to do with the with, with the woman. To Machlokas, what are you talking about? He decides he wants to marry her. He decides he wants to. Uh, well, she has to agree. It has to, it has to be uh, with She her. has to agree to a marriage. To a, to a marriage, yes, but not to a divorce. According to, first of all, according to the Ikar Adin, you're right, but from the Torah's perspective, you could divorce against her will. But according to rabbinic law, we cannot divorce a woman against her will. According to, that's the Chiram. That's the Chiram of Rabbinu Gershom. We don't divorce a woman against her will. All right, Amar. Okay, one second. Listen, listen. Okay, one second. We're not done yet. Yes, what do you mean? If, if what? She wants to give her a get. Then she said, I don't want the get. Yeah, that happens all the time. Ah, uh, really? Yes. And it's not yeah, so easy. He needs a special hetermeir upon him to remarry. He writes a get. It's a big, com- it's very complicated. All right, listen to this next case. Who Amar Aplis Begav Eser? He says, I can stay married to you, Baruch Hashem. You know why? Because you had a miscarriage in middle of our 10-year period, and that resets the clock, that we can wait another 10 years. He doesn't want to divorce her. And she's like, don't fool yourself. That's not true. I didn't. She also has a greater believability than him. Why? She's not 
it's turned disadvantaged to define her as somebody who's barren, who's not capable of having children. So she was obviously to her benefit to admit if it was true that she had a miscarriage, she would she definitely would know for she would know. definitely admit, she would definitely say that. She's just saying the fact of the matter is I'm not, you know. So there's it has the ring of truth when she from her perspective than from his perspective. What if she has numerous miscarriages? She has one miscarriage and then another and then another. So now she established herself as a woman who can't carry full term. That's its own problem. So, um, so oh what if he God. says, well, it was only twice that you had a miscarriage. We can still stay married. No, it was three times that he miscarried. And not. So again, the story happened. She's believed. Why If she didn't do it three times, she's not going to want to establish herself as a woman who can carry their child to full term. So, which is, by the way, I mean, nowadays they, they, hold, they keep the women on bed rest if she has this problem. Yeah. There's things that they do for them. Um, it's a big deal. Anyway. Brings us to the next Mishnah, which is exactly the question that you asked, Mati. Who has the commandment of Pruruvu? Okay? So the Mishnah says, Ish Isha. First Tana, Tanakama's opinion, is it's only the man who has the commandment of Pruruvu, not the woman. She does not have a commandment to, of it. Rabbi Yochum broke Omer, Rabbi Yochum broke disagrees, and he says, Al shneyem Omer It's not true, it's on both of them. Okay, so that's a machlokas. Okay, so we'll see more about it. what's the basis? That it, where do you get the idea that it's only on him, the mitzvah guruvu, and not the woman? So Minani Mili, so Rebullah, Mishum, Rebullahzar, Rib Shimon. Rebullah says the name Rebullahzar, Rib Shimon, I'm the Pasuk says, you shall fill the land and conquer it. Okay? This is um, Hashem talking to Adam and Chava. Okay? That, uh, to, that you have an obligation to fill the land with people, populate it, and conquer it. Who conquers? It's a man's derech, a man's way to be conqueror. It's not the derech of an isha to do so. So obviously it's talking to the husband. Adarabim, why don't you say the opposite? Vichshuha tarti mashma. The word vichshuha means both of them. So I'm Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak vichshuha ksiv. You're right, but it's written chaser. It's written without the vav to indicate that it's really going only on one of them. Who is that the husband? Rabbi Yosef Amayacha. There's another source why it's the mitzvah only on the man. Ani kel shakai. I am Hashem. Perei uruve. You shall procreate. Who's he talking to? Yaakov. And who's it? Singular. One Rebbe Pru Uruvu. Now Amr the Rebbe Lo Misham Rebbe Lozar Rebbe Shimin. said in the name of Rebbe Lozar Shimin. And once we quoted this chain of Rebbe in the name of Rebbe Lozar Shimin, so we're having more quotes. Okay, so here's another inch, very interesting quote. Kishem Shem Mitzvah Adam. Just like it's a mitzvah for a person, Lomar Dabar Anishma, to give rebuke. If the, you know you can assess that the person will listen to the rebuke. So we should speak out what will be heard. It's the same mitzvah to not tell it to somebody who will not listen to the rebuke. 
you're doing him a disservice by letting him know if you know he's not going to listen anyway. Okay, Rabbi Abba Amar, not only is it a mitzvah, it's an obligation. Shenemar, as the Pesach says in Mishlei, al tochach do not rebuke a scoffer. Pen yisnechad, a scoffer. You know what a scoffer is? A scoffer is somebody who, I don't know in English, it's like a, a guy who like makes fun of everything. A let's. You never heard the expression a let's? A let's, you. What's a let's? A clown. A clown, but in this context, it's somebody who makes fun of everything. He like is everyone else is a clown. Yeah, he puts down everyone. Oh, who do you think? Sure. Do you, you know, like sure. it's cynic, right? Sure. A very cynical sure. person. Sure. That's what we mean. Pen yisnecha, that's the hatred. But you rebuke a chacham, and he'll love you for it because he wants to improve. Okay. Another statement, You're allowed to change things up in order for keeping the peace. You don't have to say the exact truth if it's going to cause discord. Okay? This is the brothers of, of Yosef telling Yosef that your father Yaakov said that you should forgive us. Did Yaakov say that he should forgive them? No. No. But they said it anyway. Why? Because you're not. The man has shalom in order for peace. Okay. Oh, to save their lives. Yeah, but it's the yeah, but that's keeping the peace. That's no. It's mutter l'shanos mepnei shalom for for peace. Rabbi Nasan Amar mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to change things up for say the for the peace. How am I going to go there and annoy David Amelech? Shaul will hear, hear about it and he will kill me. So he needs an, an excuse. And Hashem told him, don't worry, you'll, I'll give you an excuse. You, you lie. Say that you're going is a calf, you can bring it as a carbon, whatever. You, there's a different reason why you're going. Not true. But the answer is, for the sake of peace. That's why it's okay. Another source. Peace is such a great value by God. Even God switched things up, changed the wording a little to make When when Sarah heard that she the news that she's going to have a child, she was laughing and she said, "My even, you know, Avram's so old already, right? That's not so appropriate." She said, and I, you know, that when when God said over the story, why did she laugh and say, "I'm old"? She didn't say, "I'm old." She said, "Avram's old," but Hashem switched it. So what do you see? For peace sake, you can change things a little. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan ben Brok Omer, now we're getting to Rabbi Yochanan ben Brok's opinion, who says that they're both command and approval. Okay. That they both have the mitzvah. Not like him. So who's right? So at this time, the Rabbi Yochanan who let's assume that it's Rabbi Yochanan says that Allah is not like him. Why? The Yasef Rabbi Vo becomes Rabbi Vo was sitting and saying, "Mishmed Rabbi Yochanan, then Rabbi Yochanan Allah, that uh, it is that Allah." Vajrinu Rabbi Ami veRavasil Apayu, and they turned around from Rabbi Vo, as if to indicate that that uh, that's not what Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan said. You got it wrong. Okay, he didn't accept it. 
Others say, was said by They turn their face. By, by them turning their face, they're showing that that's not true, that they don't believe that, the, that, he, that he said that the Allah is like Rabbi Yechem and Broka. Amr Papa, Bishlam If Rabbi Vo was in the story, I understand why they wouldn't tell him directly that you're wrong. Um, right? Why? Because Misham covered big case that Rabbi Vo was like the representative to the Caesar for the Jews. And therefore, it, uh, you know, he liked him a lot. The Caesar liked Rabbi Vo a lot. And therefore, nobody would start up with him directly. You can contradict what he's saying. So they only indicated by turning the face away. Uh, they didn't want to say anything. Just say straight up. Rabbi Yechon never said that. Anyway, what's the bottom line? So Tashma coming here proof to Amr Asi. Happened the story in this synagogue of Caesarea. And he said, Yoti Viting Suva. Um, that he needs to divorce her and give a ksuva. She's not commanded on Purivya. What is the point of 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 her uh, getting the ksuva? Why is she entitled to the ksuva? Um, um, if she's the one who's initiating, I just want to get out because uh, I want kids. But she isn't. Why should she be entitled to the ksuva? She, it's her. You know, she's pushing. For the divorce, the answer is It's because maybe because um, she's coming um, for a complaint, meaning she's providing a claim. What's the claim? The story goes like this: There's a woman who came before Ravami, Amrlei, She said, "I want a ksuva." Why? Why should you get a ksuva uh, for this divorce? You're not commanded on Purifu. You 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 just want to have children. It's not your problem. Samarlay, Mesibo Dila, Maita When I get old, what's going to be with me? I need uh, and I want to have kids that'll take care of me when I get old. That's a valid claim. So Amari said, That's a strong basis. She's claiming I want a kids so that when I get older, I'm going to have somebody who care for me. That's a real. That's a real issue, and she's entitled to petition for a divorce, and she's entitled to her exuba. And that was my comment. That's exactly. See, I told you. I, you have to hold. I don't know. That's why I say you have to hold. You know, wait, wait. We'll get there. It's not your problem. You don't have to have children. She doesn't need a stick. Meaning support to, with all, you know, which he needs to lean on somebody. Omar Lakfura, and I don't need a shovel to bury. What does that mean? Meaning, after I'm dead, who's going to bury me? Who's going to who's going to deal with me? And after you know, and who's going to help me when I'm when I need somebody to lean on? I want to have children. Amar Kiha. If that's what it is, Vade Kafina. That's a basis. Now we have here an amazing story. Okay, fascinating story. Yehuda v'Chizkiyah to Omim Ha'yu. Yehuda and Chizkiyah were twins. Okay. Uh, they, um, they, they were really interesting because it was like something that's not normal, but apparently this is what happened. One of them took nine months till they were fully formed. The other one took seven months till he was fully formed. Yehudis, the visitor, Yehudis, who was the mom, 
who's the wife of Rebchia, Hava Letzar Leder. Can you imagine having a double birth? That means there's twins in your body, and one's coming out at seven months, and the other one's coming out in nine months. Okay? You say it's impossible. It was the, this is the fact. Okay? It happened. Okay? Now, it's tremendous pain. So what she do? She wanted to know, you know, she didn't want to go through this, such an experience again in her life. So she changed her appearance. She changed her clothing. She came to, before her husband, Amra, it's a woman commanded on Pruravu. Amrla, no, no, she's not. So she's like, ah, I don't have a commandment. So she took the drink that makes it that you can't have children uh, to like... To avoid the pain. Again. So you shouldn't have to go with the pain of childbirth anymore. Sure enough, afterwards, Rebchia found out about it. I would have loved to have another set of children <laughs> and had you not done that. Anyway, sure enough, were our brothers, the twins, and Pazi Vitavi Achvisa. She also had girls. She had a pair of girls the same way. That was apparently a condition that she had, that that's how it happened. After she drank. Yeah, it didn't work. So the Gemara says, is it true that she doesn't have it? She was a half slave, half free woman. And they freed her. Sounds like, why? So she should fulfill the mitzvah. That's not the reason. The reason why they did that, it's not so she should, because she has to have children. It's because since she didn't have any husband that she was allowed to marry, so everybody was like just having their fun with her. And that's not right. So they said, you have to free her, and then she could get married, and the husband will watch over her.